Good evening, Jules fans, and welcome back to Jules in the Blood Injury Time podcast. Bit of a special edition this week, and the first one where we are not recording it at the HQ. Um, due to coronavirus, I've taken a temporary move over to Medway with my colleague and co-host this evening. <laughs> colleague. <A> colleague. Is <laughs> that what they call it? <laughs> Rachel. Hello, good evening. Um, so, first one, not in HQ. Yeah. There's no Jill's memorabilia no. on the wall. Well, there, there is a signed football um, in the corner. Courtesy of me. Courtesy of you, yeah. Um not that I've done anything special to do it. I've <laughs> no, it across far, but I've still got the sign. You got ball. that for failing. Yeah. But um, you gave it to me, uh, which was quite nice of you. And the ball. <laughs> <laughs> still as you mean to go yeah. on. This is a type of thing I'm living with now. <laughs> it's fine. So, first of all, before we start, um, obviously it's going to be a relatively serious one. Um, is it? Well, yeah. <laughs> the start probably won't be. But we're going to focus mainly... Well, we are going to focus near enough all of this podcast on the 2012-13 uh, League Two title winning season, which is approaching seven years now. Seven years yeah. on the 20th of April is when we lifted that big silver trophy on yeah. a nice summer's day. Um, well, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I wasn't there. So. Well, no, I do remember because I wasn't there. No, but we'll get on to we'll that later. To that, yeah. uh, but first of all, obviously, everyone's standing at the moment due to the ongoing COVID-19 um, so just want to send a message out to everyone that hope you're all staying safe and making the most of your time spent indoors with loved ones and just want to say to yourself and all the Jules fans as well as your families just stay safe and hopefully within the next few weeks it'll all be over weeks yeah. it's optimistic yeah I just want to say it's fucking boring um, I mean lovely as it is to have a house guest um, it's yeah, I, I don't like being indoors all the time. And I'm sure a lot of you feel the same. So, yeah, and I'm missing the football. You know, particularly Good Friday yesterday. Um, beautiful day. Should have been in a pub garden, drinking a beer, going to watch the Jills. Instead, just sat in your front room drinking a beer, yeah, talking dr- about the Jills. Yeah, exactly. So but, free clown. Yeah. So yesterday, instead of going to the pub and to the football, um, I went to Asda, <laughs> queued up for about an hour with my six-year-old daughter playing the alphabet game. Um, and yeah, spent about two and a half hours um, in Asda and Chatham, and that was the highlight of the day. So yeah. This is life. Yeah. So, obviously, no football at the moment. However, the club um, have been active on social media, trying to keep interactive with the fans. Steve Evans has been ringing around people. um, And the Jills have done a quiz, courtesy of Mr Evans, donating some uh, prizes. Mm. And your sister was one of the contestants. (laughs) She was, yes. On day two, was she? I think so. Yeah, day two. um, So, she... They called her up, but she's um, renewed her season ticket for next year. Um, and they asked her, against who did we get our first clean sheet of the season? Yep. And uh, she had a bit of a think, and she was thinking, Bolton, it was Bolton. Yeah, it was. And her um, boyfriend, who sat next to her, was going, no, it was Doncaster. Um, I will just point out her boyfriend, Daryl, um, hasn't been to Jill's this season. He's one of the boycotters. Blue. But yeah, so he um, talked her into saying Doncaster, 
And of course it was wrong and the answer was Bolton. And we actually went to Doncaster <laughs> first day of the season and saw the fact that we scored a goal and conceded a goal. Um, so yeah, uh, then it was quite funny because um, when he told her, no, the answer was actually Bolton, they, you then heard a loud bleep yeah. afterwards. Which And I thought she'd actually like proper lost it and sworn. Yeah, absolutely. She actually said, oh. She said, she's, I... I can't. My sister's not really a very heavy swearer, so it did shock me and <laughs> disappoint um, you. Disappoint me, yeah. And I thought it was hilarious when they bleeped her out. And I said, "Well, what did you say?" And she said, "I only said, oh bugger.'" <laughs> um, so that was quite entertaining. To be fair, I've never heard the Jews have to beep anyone. Before. I know. <laughs> and then to hear it from your sister, the fact that it was my sister, is yeah. very comical, and it, yeah, it made it all the more funnier. It was hilarious. Um, but she wasn't the only one that failed to get it wrong no. some of them questions were absolutely horrible they were yeah. the first one on day one who come on for was it come on for Regan Charles Cook yeah who Regan Charles Cook come on for yeah and Ben Pringle it was Ben Pringle who a no lot idea. of people didn't know but no. yeah I think day was it day five or day six was the first winner yeah they stopped doing it now I think yeah they've yeah. reached day seven now we got, we got one didn't we the squad number I've got Joe Walsh as well. Oh, you got Joe Walsh, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, maybe the questions are just a bit too difficult. Yeah, it did get a bit ridiculous yeah. in the end, day five, and still no winners. Yeah. But, oh well. But it's it's been a bit of entertainment, and they, I think the club have done well. They've put a lot of content out, considering there's yeah. absolutely nothing going on in the world of football Flashbacks at the moment. Flashbacks to all the games as well. Like yeah. Past, I think they showed the Pompey game today. We yeah. Won two nil. Which one did we watch last week? We watched South End, was it last week? At home. Yeah, it was yeah. South End. Yeah, where we won 3 1. Then the week before that was Bolton. Yeah, we didn't watch that one. Did um, but today we've watched no football and said we've dressed up instead. We did a lot of dressing up. I just want to say about the football about how there is no football on TV or in real life. Therefore, um, the other week we were reduced to watching highlights of. 20, Euro 2020 qualifiers, yeah. including some friendly matches. I think we watched Kosovo v Gibraltar. And this is what our lives have become. So, yeah, if you've got a sadder story than that, do let us know. Yeah. And to kill the time today, there's um, been a game in our little WhatsApp family chat uh, where we've had to dress up as film, film stars using only household items. So I'm currently... Recording this with my face painted as yeah, every, Batman. Every so often I look across at you and, and I just <laughs> laugh at your face. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. Any, any way to pass the time at the moment? Yeah. It was good, actually. It was fun. Even though we didn't get any votes. We did not. Yeah, we came bottom, apparently. Yeah. Uh, my daughter dressed up as a minion. Um, obviously, Darren dressed up as Batman and I dressed up as Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction and uh, got my child to... Um, Face paint, a load of blood coming out my nose. Um, so that was um, very responsible of me. Yeah, that was fun. Right, nonsense aside, we'll move on to the serious stuff. 2012-2013, historic season. Yeah. Um, we go back to before Martin Allen came. Before we start recording this, we just whacked on the history of Gillingham um, clip from that year and watched it through. Started off as a bit of a shit show, really, didn't it? Mm. With um, the club not paying yeah. the council for the, the... <laughs> the council banned the club from the training ground. Yeah. 
Uh, something to do I do vaguely plans. remember that at the time yeah. as well because it it was a shit show at the time. There's been, there have been a few of these stories over yeah, the years though. About, it does happen quite. You know how we haven't paid the electricity bill and that's why the floodlights mm. didn't come on. You know and things like that. Um, but you know these things happen. You know, and then Mark McCammon yeah. as well. Mark McCammon. That, that was the summer before. Yeah, I mean you know we probably shouldn't talk about that yeah. too much Let's for legal about reasons. Him the uh, but obviously that was quite. <laughs> Alleged. Oh no! Well, um, mm. well, it's all done and dusted yeah. now, anyway. Um, but yeah, that was quite a talking point, wasn't it? Yeah. So before the season even started, we've had all these off-field issues. We've got a new home shirt, which is red. mainly red, blue sleeves, and like a laced. laced yeah, at the top. it's kind of yeah. It's got laces at the top. Um, yeah. Was she one of the ones that was bothered by it by the fact we weren't in blue? No, I really liked it. Um, I would have thought I would have been bothered by it, but I loved the shirt, and I still love that shirt, not just because we won the league in it, but I, I just really like it. I think it's a really nice shirt. It's a bit different, and it's one of them that is kind of, to me, I mean, I use the word iconic when we're talking about Gillingham, but to me it is iconic. Mm. Um, just like the yellow shirt, the yellow away shirt, to me is iconic because we won at Wembley in it. Um, so... Yeah. Do you think it. it would be as iconic if we hadn't got promoted or hadn't won the league? Because for me, every, every I've yeah. still got that top. I, I don't keep many of my football shirts, but I've still got that one. And for me, every time I pull it on, it just reminds me. Yeah. Reminds me of that maybe, year. Maybe it wouldn't have been as iconic. But, I mean, the, the fact that that was such a memorable season. I mean, I just remember, I get really excited at the beginning of every season anyway, and ridiculously optimistic. But, you know, that whole season... They brought the the uh, shirt design out. I loved it. You know, the season went really well. We got promoted. We won the league. The whole package really is good. And I mean, I'm I'm not really someone that gets bothered about the shirt. To be honest, like, I don't there's more care. important things. There are more important things. So and, yeah, you said about that optimism. Mm-hmm. Martin Allen comes it comes in on the fifth of July, mm-hmm. twenty twelve. Um, I think by that point in his career. It started off really well. Um, he'd been at clubs like Brentford and MK Dons and had been challenging for promotion. Um, didn't quite finish the job. I think he missed out by the playoffs a few times. But then a few years before he was with us, he was fighting relegation at Barnet, Notts County. So what was your first thoughts when Mad Dog came in? Did you have many as to what was to come? or? Well, as with every season, blind optimism, you know, um, I just remember Paul Scally saying about him beforehand, I would never have someone like that managing my club. Um, and I think he'd been interviewed for the post, hadn't he, a couple of times before. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously brought him in and, you know, it's kind of similar with Steve Evans now. It's, you know, the fact that Steve Evans' history with Gillingham, you know, you can imagine... Paul Scully not wanting someone like that at the club, obviously he brought him in. But I think it kind of made a statement, the fact that he was a character, is a character, yeah? Yeah. Um, obviously quite well known in the lower leagues. Um, and I think he proved that with his, you know, fantastic attire that he wore throughout <laughs> that season. Those red trousers, you know. Um, but, I mean, just sort of skipping forward a bit now, he was somebody that made a lot of time for the fans. You know, I've never known a manager like that. I mean, you know, I loved, absolutely loved Hesse. 
and he would always have a chat with us when we, you know, whenever we saw him. Uh, but Martin Allen was something else. He proper went the extra mile with fans, and I think he did bring a lot of energy to the club. Yeah, I mean, like you say, going forward earlier into the season, there's a story that um, Dave Miller's told before. I'm not sure if it's on one of his um, chats with Matt on Jules and the Blood or whether he just told us privately in a WhatsApp um, conversation that then become common knowledge, but it was his son's birthday and Martin Allen let his son be a mascot. Yeah. Oh. I think he met him at the hotel and Dave's previously said that he ended up having a few drinks and uh, his younger son, Dave Jr., ends up being a mascot away to Cheltenham. Yeah. So um, I, I didn't actually meet him. At no, any point. So I don't think I did either. I didn't have a human, personal interaction with him. But no. um, you, you know, you hear the stories and heard mm. what he's like. And when he comes to us, he had this reputation as being a bit different, a bit yeah, exactly, yeah, a unorthodox. Bit maybe. Unorthodox, I think, is probably the correct word yeah. to use. And I do remember um, some of my friends going to an away day and being on the train back with the squad and with Martin Allen, and they just said he was brilliant. You know, he he actually took the time, him and all the players, took the time to chat to everyone on the train platform and just generally made the effort, you know, and seemed quite genuine. And I think that is very important because it, you know, it felt like he had quite a strong connection with the fans. I mean, he'll, he'll always have a strong connection because of the fact he won us the title, but he did make the effort. Yeah, and I think um, he's probably unjustly sacked in the end, moving on to yeah, League One. He probably yeah. wasn't given enough time. and. No. We listened to an interview recently that Matt done with Stuart Nelson mm. and he pretty much alluded to the same thing. Yeah. And that he just kind of got back to winning ways and mm. then he lost against Shrewsbury and then was... Yeah. I think it's unfortunate because, I mean, since then, Scally has given his managers a lot of time, hasn't he? You know, with yeah. Edinburgh and Penrith. And I think it was disappointing, but, I mean, he's, he's, you know, fairly unique in a way that he's come away from the club. You know, everyone I spoke to when he was sacked was still saying, well, you know, he won us the league and we, we've not seen that in our lifetime, so he'll always be, you know, legendary. Yeah, exactly. I, I've been supporting since 2003. You've been supporting longer. 96. 96, and I never thought I'd see us win a no, league. So I never thought that either. And for, that, for that to happen, and as we speak on and as we go through it month by month and talk about the signings and mm. whatnot, um, when we watch that season review thing on YouTube... You can just feel all the emotion you just can, come, yeah, come back completely. and all the, all the memories. So summer transfer window, uh, brought in quite a few players. Obviously, as is typical with any lower league club, there's a high turnover of players going out the door and um, some coming in. So we we got money for Paolo Gazaniga. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped. And I, I think we got a salon for Matt Jarvis because he moved from Wolves to West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. So we got quite a bit there. Um, oh, and um, we were getting paid something like 100 grand every time Bertram played or something, weren't we? Yeah, I think we got I'll some money from him. Um, so we brought in players like Ben Strevens, um, Martin's son, Charlie, Stuart Nelson. Yeah, it started the tradition of managers' sons playing for the yeah. team. In the man- well, obviously, Jake Hessenthaler, but Charlie Allen. Charlie Allen. Yeah. Um, Stuart Nelson, Adam Barrett, Dion Burton, Miles Weston. Got a few loanies in, Tom Flanagan. The legendary Tommy Forecast. <laughs> legendary, yeah. <laughs> One of the worst keepers I've ever seen <laughs> was following the Jules. Um, and Tom Flanagan, who we've just been watching on the Sunderland Till I Die documentary. 
Yeah, I actually quite liked him when yeah, he was I with did, my son, yeah. to be fair. I yeah. thought he'd done all right. I think the first memory that I had of um, that season is in pre-season against Watford. And I'm not sure if we hadn't signed Nelson by then, and it possibly we haven't because he said in that interview that he signed quite late. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember Tommy Forecast being in goal and being lobbed from about six yards out against Watford. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what, what is this bloke on? <laughs> <laughs> He's um, got quite a memorable name, though. I'll give him that. Yeah. Forecast. Forecast. I think that's what he's got going for him. I don't know, he might be a lovely bloke. <laughs> he might sure be really he really nice to his mum. I did, no, I did actually feel a bit sorry for him, which we'll talk about later when we get to that specific game, because <laughs> um, that's right towards the end. Um, but we start off in August, um, yeah, and yeah. we got off to an absolute flyer. Away cup win in the league cup against Bristol City, mm-hmm. um, unbeaten in the league, beating Bradford um, on our first league game 3 1, picking up away wins against Wickham and Dagenham, and finished a month second in the league mm. um, on goal difference. So, I mean, I just remember that entire season us being at the top, and you know, I've never experienced that before as a Jills fan. Um, I mean, when I first started watching the Jills, it was the year after um, we'd almost gone out of business. Um, and every year I watched them, they kind of get a little bit higher in the league. Um, and then I think we just missed out on the playoffs, possibly that season or the season after. And then we we got in the playoffs and obviously lost to Man City and then we beat Wigan. And I just remember being... You know, it was always kind of we were there or thereabouts, top half, but never experienced us being top of the league. No. You know, for that sort of length of time. There'd been a few seasons where we'd started well when I'd been mm. following the Jills and, you know, might have won a few in August, but this felt different. And mm. then moving on into September, the first game of September was 3 1 away to Barnet, which mm-hmm. I went to and it was actually my son's first away trip. Oh, wow. Taking him to Underhill as it was then. And um, I think we was 3-0 up at half-time and the game was then buried and we'd done the job. Um, and then the rest of the month, we uh, near enough went unbeaten. We lost our first game to Rochdale at the end of mm. September. Mm. But then we got wins against uh, Bristol Rovers, 4-0 at home, uh, beat Port Bow away, who were challenging with us yep. in second place at the time. Uh, beat them. And it just felt totally different. It did. That Bristol Rovers game I remember very well. I was quite hungover. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast <laughs> with you on it without you mentioning our co at some well, point. You mentioned it at the start. <laughs> um, I've just picked up my beer. Um, yeah, I've been to a wedding in Liverpool the day before. Um, and I was kind of thinking... I'm not going to make it back for the game. I was quite hungover. But then drove for four and a half hours... Um, Went straight to Priestfield to watch us win 4-0 and it was totally worth it. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then moving into October and again, it just carried on. Four wins in six games. Um, a few decent victories in there as well. The ones that stand, the one that stands out for me was our 4-1 home win against Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that one quite vividly because at the top of the Medway stand, I think there's Burton Directors or something like that, and I'm pretty sure it was 2-0, and then they scored to make it 2-1, and their directors were getting a bit vocal, and then we got our third, and 
obviously started getting a bit vocal back and you slowly saw them disappear <laughs> just one by one. Just How many were there? There weren't that many, but it was noticeable. Mm. You didn't... You, no, no one really sits up there, do they? No. But, oh, it's crap up there. I've done it once. I mean, I, no, I don't know if that is the same bit, but like when I did the watch wine and dime. Nice. But the seat's at the top. Um, right at the top, up to Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. haven't sat That's up quite there. interesting to watch, yeah. from, like, from a tactical point of view. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, in that position? Yeah. Sit in that. I thought you meant watch the people sitting there. No. Thought, That's a bit boring. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is. It's a different view, because I sit in the rain end. I mean, when I first started going, I was in the town end. Um, and, you know, obviously terracing, so you could go as far front or, or back as you wanted and then went to the Rainer Men Terracing and we've sat kind of, we're in row C um, now, which we've sat in for years. Um, so it is, you know, it's an acquired view, I'd say. <laughs> and sitting at, at the side, you do get a different view. And um, I mean, the only other time I've sat at the side of Priestfield is um, when we beat Sheffield Wednesday in the FA Cup. Um, and I was sat behind John Watson, which was really exciting, in the temporary stand. And that actually was a temporary stand, unlike the temporary stand, which is now old enough to drink. So, yes. <laughs> that's a good point. I never really yeah. thought of it like that. Um, Sorry, I've gone slightly off topic no, that's there. Fine. That's what the pod's about, isn't yeah. it? Have you got any other memories from the first few months? No. No? No, I mean, I, I told you beforehand... Um, not many of my memories involve specific games. Um, a lot of them involve events that were going on at the time. Um, my friends, drinking, um, just general life around that time, really. But, you know, I mean, this is sort of skipping forward slightly because I, I do remember that season very, very well. I'll never forget it. And it was a very, very happy time because... Um, in March, I found out I was pregnant. So, you know, that was like an amazing time. And, you know, I'll never forget that. And then we won the league. You know, it's just a really good year. So speaking of specific games, moving into November of that season, there's two that stand out for me. Mm -hmm. um, we thumped Scunthorpe in the FA Cup. Absolutely demolished them 4-0. Mm -hmm. Adam Birchall got his first goal. Um, for the club, mm -hmm. I think it might have been his only goal for the club. Was it his only goal? Mm. Possibly. He didn't score many. No, I think it might have to check that, mm. but I'm pretty sure it might have been his only goal um, of the club. I remember being absolutely overjoyed for him, mm. considering the season that he had before mm. with obviously the injury layoff, and mm. it was the icing on uh, top of the cake for me. I do remember um, Mad Dog's trousers giving yes, me a headache. Because it was. Yeah, it was where St. Red, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he designated that FA Cup game as where Oh, Saint, okay, yeah. Which is why he had the red which trousers on. Which is why he had the red trousers on. Oh, okay, yeah. That might have been the first time he wore the red trousers. Possibly. And that's why it's so significant to me, that his trousers gave me a headache. Mm. He did wear them the season after where we got funked by Wolves, but <laughs> we won't mention that. No. Um, and the other game that stands out was absolute... Bit of genius from Dion Burton. Last minute, it was a frustrating game in the fact that Morecambe just came to defend, basically. You had Kevin Ellison winding up the fans and constantly going and constantly doing what Kevin Ellison does. And then the crossfield ball, can't remember who, Dion Burton just 
brings it down beautifully, ball dropping over his shoulder, takes one touch and then just fires mm. it past the keeper. Probably would have been Barry Roach because mm. he's been there about 25 years. <laughs> and, yeah, last minute winner. At... It, yeah, I mean, Burton, he was decent, wasn't he? I mean, he wasn't... He wasn't top... No, Kedwell would have been top scorer, Yeah, I'm pretty he? sure Kedwell would have been. But he chipped in with quite a yeah, few, didn't he? Yeah, he got, How old was he when he was playing for us? He was getting on a bit. Yeah, he would have been... Probably 30, almost my age. 35, 36. Oh, Jesus. Ancient. Ancient. <laughs> I certainly couldn't play for Gillingham now. No. Obviously my younger dad. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember that feeling of absolute overjoyment when that hit the back of Is that it. a word? Overjoyment. <laughs> overjoyment. It no, is now. that's not a word. No. <laughs> Overjoyousness. Over... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm slowly one. losing brain cells the more I'm saying <laughs> As are the people that's listening to this. <laughs> um, right, moving on to December and a vital away win and that man, Dion Burton again, mm-hmm. who managed to get two away against Rotherham. Yeah, we beat Rotherham twice that season. Yeah, again. Steve Evans, Rotherham. Yeah, when we all hated him yeah. and used to call him a fat... Something, something. Some of us still calling that. Yeah, some of us. <laughs> the boycott is probably still trying that on a regular basis, yeah. but my opinion's changed of him now. Mm, yeah. I'm, I still don't like the bloke. You know, I, I am impressed with a lot of stuff he's done this season. Um, I'm, you know, I wasn't, I was never going to boycott. I'll tolerate him. I will not cheer the man. I just, I just, I'm quite, um, cynical and I don't think that anyone could change that much but well I'll still like I said I still support the team there we go so we got oh memories go on, the season before no because uh, the year before that he was manager of Crawley and obviously we won the World Cup at Crawley on Boxing yeah. Day yeah one of my favourite ever away days that and also I think that's the day that Chris Workdale tore his scrotum <laughs> So another memory, you know, memorable occasion. Probably a painful one for him. Probably a painful one for him. I think it was, um, I don't know if it was um, Danny Spiller that posted a picture of it on Twitter. Yeah, someone did. That was quite sickening, but yeah. Just going back to Morecambe, actually, November was when I first joined Twitter. Oh, really? That November, yeah. Mm. I spoke to Charlie Allen on my first day of joining Twitter. Oh, did you? Was Was he like your buddy? Was he showing you around? Um, yeah, I did have a bit of a man crush on him at the time. <laughs> Wait, what? We spoke, weirdly, we spoke about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. no. Pokemon. So, Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, going back to... Learning the... new things about you every day. <laughs> going back to the 2-1 away win against Rotherham. Um, again, Dion Burton, fantastic. Showed his, showed his experience, especially the second goal. Uh, he got the ball played to him. He had his back to the goal, edge of the area managed to turn held hold two defenders off and just poke it under the keeper with left foot and for me showed what a class player he was mm-hmm. um so we actually went into christmas top yeah but then we had a little bit of a sticky patch yeah because we lost at home on boxing day didn't we yeah we lost to barnet yeah. a, a poor barnet team yeah another one of them teams like wimbledon recently where didn't always seem to turn up against them and mm. they always seem to come to our ground and nick three points. Banana skin. Bit of team. banana skin. Um, so we briefly went off top and then moving on to January, transfer window opens. 
Um, likes of Stephen Gregory came in. Leon Leg, who was absolutely immense. Absolutely love Leon Leg. He's got to be one of my favourite ever Jules players. I loved the guy when he played for us. I still love him. Just an all round nice bloke as well. Brilliant. Isn't he? Absolutely wonderful guy. Loved him. Um, still playing league football with Port Vale. He is, seems to yeah. Be, I think he's the skipper there. Seems to he be is, doing well. He's doing brilliantly. Yeah, and um, it's not that long ago, is it, that he was, because um, he's got epilepsy. Yeah. And um, he'd sort of had a seizure and woken up in hospital, and that was only, you know, a matter of a few months ago. Yeah, he's still playing professional football, and I've always seen him as someone that's quite inspirational, you know, and he will chat to chat to the fans on Twitter as well, which is quite nice. Yeah, so back end of that season, he come in, obviously formed a brilliant partnership with Barrett. That's when Adam it, Barrett. Adam Barrett. That's when it then started to seem a bit more settled to yeah. side as well, didn't it? Mm. Um, obviously, Flanagan had left on loan. Uh, we got a few loans that came in. Uh, Cody. Mm. He returned Return for a month. Return of the Mac. Return yeah. of the Mac. Um, so January, again, wasn't too bad. Three wins. Lost the big one now against Port Vale at home. Mm. I actually missed that one because I was working shifts at the time. So didn't see it. Oh dear. But, um, I suspect I was there. Oh. Yeah, probably. But Lee Hughes. Yeah, Lee Hughes. Mm. Actually, yeah. He's... he's um, Face and name came up on the review we were just watching. Yeah, I remember Boz messaging me about him saying that fucking murderers just scored against us and celebrated in front of us. And yeah, I remember when the I don't think he must have long been out of prison. Yeah, got out yeah. of prison. I mean, he was the day he. Oh, here's a fun fact for you. <laughs> so the day that happened, you know that he killed someone and drove off. Um, I don't know who he was playing for. Someone in the Midlands at the time. West Brom. West Brom. Yeah, because we were playing. I think we played Coventry that day, and I went, and that was the day that England won the Rugby World Cup. Oh, good fact. Yes. Yeah, I'll never forget that. All I ate all day was an orange. <laughs> it's one of the things you never forget. <laughs> Just... That's why I was so drunk. Don't worry. Carry on. That's that's fine. Just going back a little bit from. The first part of the season to Christmas, for me, we was knocking teams for six. We was playing good attacking football. To me, the back end of the season, it seemed a different team. It was a bit more gritty and we picked up quite a few draws mm. and the, the football came a bit more direct. Mm. Is that something you remember or yeah, do, do I mean, you remember it's... a change kind of halfway through the season as to... I mean, was we just trying to finish the job, kind of? We've done the hard work and we've got the points on the board and we've just kind of... I don't know about that. Well, you say gritty, though. I do agree with that. I mean, we bring in a player like Leon Legg and he's just quite... He is just very, you know, your sort of quintessential big defender, isn't he? And, yeah, I think... I probably, I probably would agree with you. I can't say it, I remember it that well, if I'm honest. No, there's just a few games just... What I would call stupid losses. Um, oh, you always going to have stupid losses. Yeah, I, I know, but there was a few within a kind of short space of time, and then we'd have a few draws. But like I said, it, it was different to the first part of the season when we was knocking teams Just for six and them in, winning four 0 and stuff. It, yeah, it's like a switch had changed, and I don't know whether the pressure that Port Vale put on us mm. had an effect. The fact that we was displaced, mm. um, then got it back, and then you know it, it kind of flitted between the two of us for the next month or so. I, I remember not, never being in any doubt that we were going to get promoted. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about champions. Sorry, I'm just... You're looking at me with a really serious look on your face. Yeah, you've got a Batman mask. <laughs> I say got a Batman mask on. He has face paint on where I painted him. You're a very good artist. Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of fun cutting and sticking today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, about the, the kind of change. The change. We went from, you know... Being yeah. kind of a free-flowing team, knocking yeah. three, four past oh, yeah. people and just, to kind just, of grind and result. Yeah, out. but I think that's I think that's okay. I don't think you're going to go a whole season, you know, walloping everyone four 0 every week. No. Um, but like I said, I, I was never in any doubt that we were going to get promoted, and and that is a funny feeling to have as a Gillingham fan mm. because you, there's always that doubt and there's always that sort of peril and um, champions. You know, I wasn't so sure about. I think you know probably at the time it was more important that we got promoted rather than mm. us to be champions but I, I think once you get that sort of taste of us being top for so long and then you know we went down to second didn't we just after Christmas I yeah. think there's that kind of oh no we really do want it kind of thing so maybe there was a bit of yeah you think, know thinking back in hindsight yeah. with what you've just said I, I never once thought that you know like you said we weren't going up it's mm. more the I want to go up as champions yeah. kind of thing and yeah. I never you know when we dropped to second thought oh no we're we're not going to get promoted. I don't yeah. think that ever crossed my no, mind. No. Um, but yeah, like we said, a few frustrating home losses. Um, I remember o- Oxford at home on a Tuesday night, lost 1-0. Um, Oxford. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't ever remember a good game against Oxford. <laughs> I really can't. And then Wickham at home on Sky. Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously we were live on TV, so we lost yeah. which is what usually happens in recent years and as if the night couldn't get fast corn off yeah the idiot fan from the rain went jumping on the Wickham goalie mm. um, and I'd, I mean I remember being utterly appalled at that as I think a lot of people were but um, then the morons heckling the goalie afterwards just was the icing on the cake <laughs> and I remember that well and you know I've, I've never understood that I mean in, on this occasion He's physically assaulted that goalkeeper, so why are they having a go at him, the goalie, you know? But I find this does happen quite a lot, people having a go at the goalkeeper, when, you know, often it's not their fault, they're just doing their jobs, you know? Sometimes they are a wanker, but a lot of the time they're not. Leave them alone. There you go. Run over. Um, also in February, Cody McDonald scored the winner against Bradford mm-hmm. to... Notch our 10th away win of the oh, season. Oh, Cody McDonald. And then I think he only played another one or two games for yeah, us and then he got recalled. Recalled, yeah. Commentary? Commentary at yeah. the time, yeah. I think he got player of the month as well for um, that month mm. he was with us. Mm. Um, so we lost him, but we got another striker, Antonio German. Antonio German, yes. And... In March, on his, I believe it was on his debut. Hang on, I'm finished with February. Yeah. All right, go on. Only, only that I have a very um, specific memory from when we played away to Chesterfield. Um, that was his last game, Cody McDonald, yeah. Oh, I didn't go. Uh, we, we won. Uh, but uh, my sister and some of my friends um, were going, and I got a phone call from my sister at about 7 o'clock in the morning. I was in bed at the time. And she said to me, are you up? I was like, no. She's like, well, we've got down to the station. We've got down to Street Station, but uh, we've forgotten the tickets, like the actual game tickets. <laughs> so we're going to have to go and get a cab home, but we're not going to have, have enough time to get back so we can get our train from London up to Chesterfield. So they got a cab 
uh, home, which was uh, Gillingham or Lordswood at the time, uh, got a cab back down to Strood and then I had to drive them uh, up to Ebbsfleet um, so that they could get the train and I was foot to the floor, 100 miles an hour up the A2 in my little Fiat Punto. <laughs> Never been so frightened in my life. Uh, but the good news is they made it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Saw Cody McDonald's last goal before yeah. he went back before to Coventry. Went, yeah. I, I, that was really exciting for me. You know, it was like high-speed car change. <laughs> Probably shouldn't admit that. But yeah. So, can I move on to March now? Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, played seven games in March, and I think, again, it's that true sign of gritty champions. Drew five of them games, but we had a few tough away games in there, including Aldershot. Mm. I think we had Plymouth in that time as well. Plymouth at home, yeah. Plymouth at... No, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, we won against Plymouth. It was... Must, Someone else that we must have drawn away against. Yeah. Um, again, a few times we was on course to get zero points and we come back and got a draw. So yeah. they but, showed the spirit. I mean, I do, I do kind of remember that sort of back end of the season. You know, having said earlier on that there was never any doubt we would get promoted. Uh, me and, and, you know, a lot of my friends that I go to football with... Um, we're very sort of, well, we still need to get this over the line. We need a push, you know. And I do remember there being a couple of times where some of the fans were a bit lacklustre and, you know, it wasn't kind of the best atmosphere. And uh, my friend Pete, um, he um, got us all mad dog masks to take to that game. He printed out leaflets with Martin Allen's face on, was handing them out. We did have some proper grumpy people that were just... Doing that. <laughs> uh, but um, I spoke to my dad actually before this. Now, my dad doesn't really do the internet much he's um he's he doesn't he doesn't understand facebook or twitter or anything like that but um he's a massive jills fan and i asked him for um memories of that season and his overriding memory was that game against plymouth um he just said he remembers it was almost a sellout i think it was yeah over ten thousand proud um everyone just really getting behind the team people being a bit grumpy beforehand when we were saying to them come on you need to get behind the team um, but then by the end, just absolute elation. And I think I also remember him saying that it was sunny and we'd had a few beers, so that possibly mm. helped with the, um, uh, the atmosphere, the and... atmosphere and the uh, the general feeling and memories of that. Yeah. Yeah, and another decent home game. Um, again, a bit scrappy, but an absolute worldie settled it. Matt Fish's goal oh. against Accrington. One Matt Fish. There's only one Matt Fish. Yeah. Absolute. Um, absolute Yeah. And that pretty much near enough got us there. Because mm. next into town, start of April, <laughs> Easter weekend, that old foe, yeah. Steve, Steve Evans, Evans, rocks up with his Rotherham side, yep. also challenging. Yeah. For, um, they, they also got promoted. They also they? got promoted. And again, that man, Dion Burton, mm. long throw, Knocks it in at the rain amends, and I think after that game we was pretty much there. Yeah, pretty much. I think there we and... were almost there. Yeah, um, because the game after that was the Easter Monday, uh, two all against Wimbledon. Is that right? No, Wimbledon was when we won the title. Oh, that was against... when we won the title. Yeah. One more on. I've I've misread my notes. Oh no. Uh, we beat Torquay. Oh, yeah, no. that's where we clinched. Clinched we it. did, we did. Clinched promotion. Well, scored the winning goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I the, So, three days before that, I found out I was pregnant 
So therefore, that meant I could not get drunk, um, celebrating the jails getting promoted. Um, I, I mean, obviously we'll talk about the game and the feelings of being promoted and all that. But um, one of my favourite memories from that day is that my dad got very drunk. Uh, he'd driven us to the game um, and he let me drive his car home. <laughs> my dad has never and will never again let me drive his car. Um, so, yeah, that was really exciting. But the, the game itself, I don't, again, remember too much, but I remember Kedwell's goal. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was a crossfield ball from Gregory. And again, Kedwell's just, he's touched it nicely, but he, he still seemed quite wide of the goal as well. Mm -hmm. But he's a brilliant finish into mm. the bottom right-hand corner. And again, the feeling of euphoria when that went yeah. in. Tears. And when the Absolutely. final whistle went as yeah. well. And what I felt was quite nice, actually. And it might sound a bit sad and a bit, bit square <laughs> <laughs> is that I actually quite enjoyed the fact that there wasn't a pitch invasion yeah yeah I quite like that mm. I, I prefer it when you know the yeah. fans yeah I mean it was lovely I mean we were watching clips weren't we just now of um when we actually got that at the end of that game and the, you know everyone was down the front of the rain end and all the players came up and it was just yeah it's nice because it's contained and yeah. I think it, it can be a lot more sort of um oppressive and you know have a lot more impact yeah. because of the fact that everyone's there crammed into I've just been going off on a bit of a tangent whenever any team runs uh, whenever any fans of a team run on the pitch you always just get some idiots that go to the mm. opposition and it ends up like mm. going a bit heated and mm. that's just frustrating I don't, I don't think I've ever done no I've, I've never participated in pitch no, invasion same. I think the only time I remember being on the pitch is that end of the season where I think it was the season where we thought Bradley Jack was leaving, but he didn't. Um, and he stayed and he went around every yeah. single fan that stayed, um, which I thought was like just amazing, just so professional, you know, and the fact that everyone else had gone in and he came around to every single one of us um, and met him. And yeah, and obviously Bradley Jack, we, um, we saw he scored his first ever league goal, didn't he, in that season? Yeah, he mm -hmm. scored against uh, Morecambe in one of them draws that we had in March. Mm. Um, He's actually scored in his first goal in September in a checker trade against Crawley away, mm -hmm. which we lost 3-2. But I remember it because me, Boswin and a few of the old guys uh, that we used to first go with all kind of had a bit of a reunion. There was only about 94 Gilles fans there. <laughs> but, you know, it's, like you say, it's the memories. Yeah, it's it is. And not it... always the matches. and Yeah, it's the people. And the, I think... The same when we lost against Oxford as well. Again, yeah. there was a few of us that managed to meet up that hadn't been up for a while. Mm. And although we lost, it was nice just to see them and have a bit of banter. Mm. And it, it makes it a bit more enjoyable. It and... does, yeah. And I think, you know, just going back to the whole weird apocalyptic situation we've got in the world at the moment. Um, you know, I don't just miss watching football. For me, football is about... Having a having a beer, <laughs> having a beer with my friends, go. You know, the, for me, the most exciting bit of going to football is meeting up with my friends in the pub beforehand, having a you know a laugh, a chat, and just that feeling of like the football family. You know, and you know the people that I know from Jill's, I've known since I was about fourteen, fifteen, and you know it's it's a long time ago. Um, and I, I, you know, I miss that and I miss the routine of that. And I think it will be quite difficult for a lot of people missing that. I mean, I get that in the summer when we have no football. I feel lost 
because I don't have any scores to check. I don't have a Super 6 to check. There's no going, you know, when's the next home game kind of thing. And, you know, I think it's that sense of community and family that people miss, you know. It's quite poignant. Mm. The good thing is that there will be a shorter summer break, most likely, won't there? Yes. So could have, like, you know, the smallest pre-season ever and then back on to next yeah. season when we're in League I One. I think we will all appreciate um, not it. Not League One, Championship, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's because we're talking about League Two. Yeah, yeah. I think we're back there. Yeah. Um, right, so before we move on to, obviously, that main game where we clinch the trophy, um, here's a few clips of the post-match celebrations uh, when we clinch promotion against Torquay. Some brilliant clips there that we managed to find earlier yeah. and it just brought it all flooding back it again. Does. Yeah. And then obviously the big day, which you missed. <laughs> which I missed. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, we'd watched a clip of, you know, Jill's lifting the trophy and I was like, Oh yeah, I missed that game. I didn't know. <laughs> and you that. were like, What? I'm sure I've told you this before. Um no, I mean, like I said before, I found out I was pregnant um a couple of days before the day we got promoted and I had the most horrific pregnancy on record and I was just being sick constantly so I couldn't go to the game as much as I would have loved to I would have you know projectile vomited over several people and... it would have been worth it though <laughs> no I mean <laughs> I, you know I couldn't even get up off the sofa I just I just I remember being at home and uh, you know my sister was texting me about the game and seeing it on the news and just sitting on the sofa crying like, crying tears of joy because I was so happy. You know, I was sad I was missing it, but it was, you know, just a very... It felt like an important moment. Mm. It did, yeah. The day that I never thought I'd ever see us lifting yeah. a trophy well, as, the champions. League, as champions at home. Yeah. Beautiful summer's day. Yeah. Um, not that I felt it because I was in the Gordon Road. So, although it was... Baking hot. I was wearing a jacket because obviously it's in the shade there. Yeah, I was. I, I remember as well being going on Twitter and um, Joe Wilkinson, the comedian, yeah. is Jill's fan, <laughs> tweeting his picture from the Golden Road. Yeah, I remember thinking he's there. I'm not there. Been to I'm every at, other game. I sat a few seats along from Robbie Knox. I don't know if you know him. No. He used to be on Soccer AM. Uh, I, I don't know. You probably know if you. Well, I did saw um, when uh, God years he and years ago. It looks a bit similar to Joe Wilkinson, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, years ago, um, some Jill's my friends um, who are Jill's fans. One is a Spurs fan, actually. I will say, uh, we're on Soccer AM, um, and I went with them when I was in the crowd. So. There you go. Yeah. Um, that day went two 0 up, and got pegged back two all against Wimbledon, um, but it didn't matter. We won. Uh, we didn't win. We drew. Obviously, we drew. Um, <laughs> so I got it wrong. Yeah, earlier. I meant we won the, the league. We lifted the title, yeah. and yeah, just an absolutely amazing day. Yeah. I remember meeting in the week leading up to it. I remember actually bumping into Danny Kedwell mm. in Moat Park just on the off chance, and 
him having the decency to talk to me for five to I ten minutes. I mean, the minutes. thing is, he's a, drill, he's a fan, isn't he? You know, he, I don't know if he still does, but he lived around the corner from the stadium, you know. He's, it must be a dream come true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, go from scoring the goal that gets us promoted at Torquay and then scoring against Wimbledon um, for us to pick up the trophy, yeah, boyhood dream mm. and just an absolutely amazing end to the season. Um, yeah. The every time I just see Adam Barrett now, yeah. like just in general, I've just got that image of him yeah. lifting the trophy well, above his head. I uh, met him uh, when I did the Watch Wine and Dine a couple of years ago, and he was like the special guest that you know, the le- legend is that what they call yeah. him? Yeah, and yeah, absolutely lovely bloke, you know, and and just yeah, another kind of iconic player. The fact he was, you know, he was our captain, and we won the league. It's just. Yeah. And then we done it with a game to spare. Yeah. Went to Burton away on the last day yeah. and it was just the best defeat I've ever been yeah. to. It no one gave a shit. The yeah. players were sat in the crowd. They played the youth team, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um well again I remember that game well because I didn't go, but um my friends and family did go and I was sitting on the sofa being sick like I did for, you know. <laughs> A long time in that in twenty thirteen, um, and I got this. I always kick myself for this, but I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognise, um, during the game, and I didn't answer it. I was feeling very unwell, and I'm always very sort of sceptical when someone I don't know phones me. Much as when someone knocks on the door, I just don't answer it. I just hide, um, and it turned out it was my friend Pete, whose number I didn't have. Um, and he was sitting behind Leon Leg, who he was going to put on the phone to me oh. and have a chat with. And I missed it, which I'm gutted because I love Leon Leg. Uh, but he did send me a, a tweet saying get well soon, which was nice. Yeah, that, that day was just absolutely mad. Just like I said, no one really gave shit about the result. result no, it was just party atmosphere. Yeah. Um, the amount of people in costumes, the amount of inflatables being thrown around. Yeah. Like when we scored, like everyone just went absolutely mental and I don't even think it was to to lead. Nah. We scored we lost quite three two, didn't we? Lost three two. Scored quite late on Nathan mm. Nathan. Yeah. Tommy Forecast played and I said earlier I felt <laughs> a bit sorry for him because I think his parents were a few oh. rows near me yeah and obviously he was getting dog <laughs> abuse because he's shit and i think that's the kind of human side that you don't yeah, think actually exactly. yeah, they, they are, are people. people and that's yeah. that's their son in goal yeah and but, i bet they were so proud yeah you still couldn't keep a clean sheet <laughs> <laughs> but to, i mean to be fair we pretty much played our youth team that day so you know you know, he gave it a go. I mean, have you ever played in goal for the Jills? No. No. So there you go. No. He's beating you on that one. Yes, that is true. Yeah. And, you know, Burton is a very decent away day. Um, we did it a couple of years ago and um, there was a really good pub um, <laughs> that had Shocker. a cat in the garden and a cat that was just walking through the pub. It was brilliant. And we played cards and we had chips and we had beer and it was brilliant. Well, that's a smart cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how, I still don't know how he managed to hold the yeah. cards um, in his claws. It was really impressive. Um, yeah. So it's a decent away day, Burton. Yeah. So 
that's the season reviewed. Hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We're just going to um, say a few memories that we've both got and from other people as well. Um, certain games and certain players that people remember. And should we, should we go through other people's comments first? Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of talking. We have done a lot of talking. We're going to do some more. There's a lot to talk about, you to know, be fair. Imagine... There's probably a load we've missed. Yeah, I am the mouthpiece for your for your words, for your memories. Um, okay, so Stephen Udall, this this is on Facebook, um, his favourite moment um, that season was becoming a groundsman. It was his first season working at the club and winning promotion, then champions. Uh, Lewis Browning, um, his memory is a bit left field, but he remembers losing to Exeter at home and the Rainer men still in full voice at full time, bellowing, we're going to win the league. Danny Jackman also scored a banger that day. Yes, he did. Yeah, we saw quite a few belters. We did. From watching. Absolutely. And some fantastic saves from Stuart Nelson as well. Yeah. So, yeah. There's quite some a, proper oh yeah. moments. There's quite, yeah. it probably doesn't come under the belters category, but a player that seemed to score a similar type of goal all the time and probably goes a little bit unnoticed was Miles Weston. Mm. The d- way that he just kind of knocked the ball past mm. the defender mm. and then the left foot arrow into the the opposite bottom corner. That all his goals just seem to be mm. that type of goal. But were you phone. doing something with him earlier? What on your phone? You, you, I don't know. You were grumbling at your phone and then talking about Miles Weston. Oh yeah, it's a football game. Yeah, on my okay. phone. Yes. <laughs> that sounded very dodgy. Miles <laughs> 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 Weston. That's pretty much what I heard. Um, the next comment is from Peter Taylor. I don't think it's that Peter Taylor. No. Um, his most memorable game that season was the 4-1 win over Burton. There were some decent goals scored that day. Yeah. Do you want to read the next one? Uh, yeah, Mark Denning. Hang on, you missed out Paul White here. Oh, yeah, sorry. Paul White here. Paul White here, um, who said he walked past Mad Dog once and he shook my hand. Always thought we had time yeah. for the fans. Mark Denning, who said winning 2-0 at Bristol Rovers. Another decent goal in that game from Workdale, mm-hmm. from what we saw earlier. Whoop, 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 oh, That used to annoy me when Doug done that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Danny, Andrew... <laughs> I didn't annoy you when I did it, though, <laughs> did it? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Andrew, uh, his favourite goal was Kedwell's goal versus Bradford, which was on the first league game of the season. Nigel, Captain Bluebeard, by it. That Friend pub. of the show. We've met him, haven't we? We have met him, yeah. Yes. At the pub. At the pub. <laughs> Uh, that thumper from Matt Fish versus Accrington yes. was his standout Matt goal. Fish. Okay, and can we just take a moment from Matt Fish? Because he was a very decent player, mm. you know, and it's, you know. He must have been up there for playing the most games. Cause he, I, he, I think he played the same number of games that Nelson did. Which... Yeah, because I don't remember another right back. No, Because yeah. Buller got released or got sold to Barnet yeah. um, that summer. Yeah. And like with... A few of them, like we spoke about, Leg and Barrett seeing the season out, but before that, Barrett had Flanagan, also had Callum Davis. That mm. I think Matt, Matt Fish and, Nils- and Stuart Nelson both played the most games that season, yeah. pretty much every game. And probably yeah. another one that goes a bit under the radar, mm. really, Matt Fish. And- well, I think because he, you know, he was destined for great things and then he got a really bad injury, didn't mm. he? So, yeah, yeah it's such a shame. After that. Yeah. Um, and the last comment on Facebook was from Dan Bister, who remembers seeing Edgar David's first oh, turf for Barnet on Boxing Day in a stinker of a game <laughs> that we lost 1 0. Yes. Pretty much sums it up there. Yeah. Absolute horrible game. And it does. like I said earlier, Barnet seemed to be able to come and do an 
do a job on us at Freshfield. Mm. Um, we've got Twitter comments now. Orthodox Stan. I'm in Stanley, friend of the channel. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was in. <laughs> His name was Stan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, burn away on the final day. Proper party atmosphere. The result was irrelevant as the first team is sat to the left of us singing along to our chants with their medals on. Proper day out. Burton and Welkdale are my standouts for that season. Favourite game, Rotherham away. I think a very, very good point, that. What's Pre- that all about? Is it not Friday? Well, that's in relation to Matt's. Oh, okay. Completely irrelevant tweet there. <laughs> I did say some of them weren't relevant. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I didn't read it before Just I started talking, obviously. Come on. Uh, GFC Ben says, Martin Allen's speech in the Blues after the talkie win that sold... Talkie win that sealed promotion. And after Wimbledon and the players all charging in the bar and spraying us all with champagne and singing, Champions. That speech is very good and I'm sure it's on social media I somewhere. Is, I'm pretty yeah. sure Boz shared it somewhere yeah. the other day. Yeah. Um, if you find, well, I was going to say if you find time, a lot of people have got time at the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just really busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, give it a watch because it's very funny and it just sums up the spirit that Martin Allen had with the fans. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. And again, I just wish I was there. Yeah, same. And again, he was, you know, just a genuine bloke, you know, and he, uh, another one of the things about him is you could tell he is a football fan, you know, and he, you know, he was loving it as much as we all were. Um, and just another thing to say, actually, where we were watching that season review and there was um, clips of Paul Scully at, at the game where we um, were champions and he just said, this is better than both the Wembleys. And, you know, I mean, I will remember both the Wembleys, all the Wembleys, because there's been three occasions, two Wembleys we won. I really should have thought before I started <laughs> speaking, shouldn't Gosh. I? <laughs> no, I mean, for me, I've been to Wembley with Jules three times and they've all been memorable, you know, for different reasons. And the... Two seasons we got promoted at Wembley were absolutely out of this world. But to go through all of that is just, it's gut-wrenching. You know, having been to Wembley when we lost against Man City was gut-wrenching. And, you know, whenever they bring the, oh, most memorable games, most memorable playoff finals. Oh, yeah, let's have a look at this one. Um, Winds me up every single time. I still feel devastated Look, watching the highlights from that game, absolutely devastated. Um, but yeah, obviously to get promoted the next year was absolutely amazing, and that feeling of that roller coaster was something completely different to the twenty twelve to twenty thirteen season because of the fact that we always kind of knew that mm. we were, that we were going to get promoted. We didn't know we were going to be champions, but it, it is a completely different kind of elation. So I wouldn't say it was better, but it was still pretty. Very. Very well summed up. Yeah. Okay, I'll go back to, you know... Other people. <laughs> what, what the other, I'll go <laughs> to other yourself. people. It's not all about me. Um, okay, so Ollie on Twitter says uh, he's sent a few pictures um, that sum up the season perfectly. Being asked to come down from Manchester for the final home game, getting the picture with the skipper and my hands on the championship trophy, then burning away last game of the season. What a game that was. And if you... Just looking at the picture that Ollie sent us. Um, that is an array of costumes. have got a banana, a penguin. I think, is he a whoopee cushion? I think, yeah, whoopee cushion. I'm um, not sure. Is he a horse or something? He's some sort of animal. Yeah. Could be a lion. I'm not sure. Oh, look, and there's a little one there that looks like a Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see him before. I thought before. he was part of the whoopee cushion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, brilliant pictures, Ollie. Thanks for... They're fantastic pictures. Thanks for sending them in. Brilliant. 
Um, do we have any more comments on that one? Yeah, you've oh, just gone past it. No, no, hang on. Is That's that it. no? It's no. This one here comments to that. Yeah, they're all underneath anyway. Oh, were they? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, hang. Uh, look, stop touching oh, it. God. The phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brad, a friend of mine, actually, super fairy Brad, um, saying also an excellent Burton away day. Um, still gutted I couldn't make the Wimbledon game, but was there for the Torquay one. Ollie says he didn't get to the Torquay one. Um, love Burton away. But that season we did have some very good away days. Uh, Darius agrees that Burton away day was absolutely brilliant. Um, Ollie must have been the one dressed as a penguin because he says being on a train from Birmingham to Burton adjusting my flippers got some funny looks. I think that day is one of my favourite ever as a Jills fan. Um, Darius was obviously the whoopee cushion. <laughs> Right, you're done now? Yeah, alright. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Next one. Backseat driver. Richard Jesus. Branston. Rotherham Away was one of my favourite away days. Can't quite remember who their manager was, but he got mm. quite a lot of abuse. The return of Cody Mack, just the bond that Martin Allen brought between the team and the fans. Absolutely. What a year. Completely agree with that. And then Boz has got a few as well. He's just listed the squad, essentially, <laughs> isn't he? Well done, Boz. <laughs> Oh, am I You're going to read out then. <laughs> Excellent signings that season. Nelson, Barrett, Frampton, Charlie Allen, Weston and Burton. Only signing that didn't work out was Ben Strevens. Uh, Boz's top three games. Morecambe at home, 2-1. Dion Burton with the winner after Kevin Ellison had been winding up the fans all game. Accrington at home, 1-0. Poor game, but Matt Fish scored a belter with his left foot. Rotherham at home, 1-0. Dion Burton again, the day I believe we will win the league. Uh, and then this is the last one from friend of the okay, podcast, Gary Myerscough. Gary Myerscough. Uh, I don't remember anything in particular. I just remember crying with joy, pride and happiness when we won the title. And I think that sums it, it all up. Absolutely, completely. Anything else you wish to add? Yeah, yes. I've just got a few just general memories of that season. Uh, I mean, I remember Mad Dog being on the telly quite a lot during that season. Like... Yeah. Um, Punditry um, for Sky Sports. Um, he doesn't seem so much now, actually. Well, he used to be on the telly all the time, didn't yeah. he? I don't. Maybe he got into an argument with someone. <laughs> I've no idea. Uh, but that was quite. Uh, that was quite good. Seeing our manager on the telly. Um, also, I just remember, and Mad Dog picked the walkout music, and I know a lot of people dislike it, but I really liked it. The one that goes do 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 do. Oh doo, yeah. Doo, and to me, again, that that's kind of iconic, wrapped up in the whole season package, you know, with the red shirts and everything. It's, I just remember it. Um, also, I found a picture from that season, um, and you don't remember this at all, do you? The uh, We had a second mascot, uh, the Plumbe Duck. I do vaguely remember a duck there at some point. I didn't know it was that season. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know the purpose of it. Well, I think Plum Bay were like a local plumbing shop. I do remember seeing the shop in Sittingbourne because I work in Sittingbourne. It's not there anymore, and I'm fairly sure they went out of business because the duck was never to be seen again. <laughs> uh, it's basically a giant duck in a nappy. Um, and he used to do penalty shootouts with Tommy Trubley at half-time, and, yeah, it was just bizarre. But we used to joke that was actually Dennis Ollie, and I think Dennis Ollie left... Shortly afterwards, and um, Dennis Holly wouldn't have been there then. Was... I'm trying to, yeah, but the, the duck was there for a few seasons, oh. but, oh, but then okay. I think Dennis Holly joined and then left, 
And then we joked that that was what he, he was stayed up, on. He stayed on as the duck because yeah. he was absolutely shit. Whereas McCammon stayed on as a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he didn't have a very good costume, did he? So, no. yeah. Um, and I think, uh, just, again, general memories of that season, just the, to me, all those players are absolute legends. You know, the, the players like Matt Fish, Nelson, you know, again, we saw uh, Matt's interview with him the other day, which was just, it was brilliant. And that brought back so many lovely I always memories. remember him doing that crazy celebration thing whilst holding the flag he's like wild kicking with yeah. his legs and you know he was you know one of them players that you just think of as pure Gillingham mm. you know and, and he, he was kind of saying the other night uh, when we were watching the, the interview that Matt did with him the other night that he was you know just loyal to the club loyal to the manager and that he absolutely loved his time and you could tell that he loved his time and he, that he loved the fans and just yeah top bloke all round yeah Again, Adam Barrett, brilliant. There's just so many players from that year that you can name from goalkeeper Nelson, yeah. defenders, Barrett, Leg, Flanagan, yeah. Fish, Martin. Martin's probably another one that goes a bit yeah. under the radar. Yeah, absolutely. Frampton, I didn't quite Frampton, realise how yeah. much he played. Yeah. Um, and and Dion Burton, you know, I mean, you just, I mean, I, you know, I kind of remember Danny Kebwell a lot from that season. But going watching back some of those highlights, Dion Burton just. Amazing, mm. you know, just absolute legends, a lot of yeah. them. The midfielders, Charlie Lee, Welkdale. Charlie, Charlie Lee. Alan, you had youngsters like yep. Daki coming through. Jack Payne started yep. that season really Absolutely. well. Even um, lone players, defensive midfielders like Stephen Gregory, mm -hmm. Stephen Gregory, David Wright. Just so many memories. Anton Robinson, mm. Roman Vincelo, signed him Roman on loan, goes and yep. scores against Wimbledon on his debut. Um, just so many great memories and such a fantastic time yeah. and hopefully in the near future we see similar memories under Absolutely. the current, current regime yeah I, I would you know for us to it does kind of feel like a sort of it might be a once in a lifetime thing <laughs> but you know Steve's I, making us dream again yeah I think I think you're right and you know as much as my personal opinions about the manager go <laughs> I think he has brought a lot of energy again to the club. And he has, you know, um, made an effort with the fans and, you know, made us all feel again that it is, you know, remember that it is our club and we are all just one big family. We are. We are. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed reminiscing as much as um, we've enjoyed it. Hopefully it brings back some happy memories from everyone whilst there's no football at the moment. Um, stay safe. Feel free to like and retweet, get involved with your comments, let us know if you've liked it, if you want us to look back at any previous seasons. It's the first time we've kind of done something relatively serious, although we've gone off on a tangent at times. I don't really do serious. No, no. it's as serious as probably it's got. Yeah. Um, but no, in all seriousness, hope and everyone stays safe. And yeah, and we apologise for the lack of stupid stories, but that's because you're currently not you know, residing with Boz, so... Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Because Boz, bless him, is still currently working. He is. Dealing with the general public, so fair play, Boz, and nice fair one, play Boz. to everyone out he, there that's he got still going to work. He got me toilet roll when I needed it the most. <laughs> he could have got you toilet roll because he's got about 40 at home he, anyway. Yeah, I mean, this... I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, it's as if he's building a fort or yeah. something, you know. Um, yeah. God knows what that place is going to look like when I go back. <laughs> 
You say about no stupidity. I've got to go and wash my face in a minute because I've that got a Batman mask. Very on my true. Face. That's not stupid at all. That's <laughs> perfectly normal. Anyway, thanks for listening. We're going to wrap this up. Stay safe, everyone. And until next time... Up the jills.